It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And it's the national news for week commencing May 7, 2023, in our 28th year of non-stop news. And this week, WIA Secretary Director Peter Klee, VK8ZZ, WIA Director Stephen Green, VK2TSG, and a WIA stalwart becomes Silent Key. Plus, much, much more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm Editor Graham, VK4BB. Ham Radio News. Nobody does it better. We are VK1 WIA. Now, don't forget, ACMA is seeking feedback on draft FYSO 2023-28. Here's Peter, VK8ZZ. In September 2022, the Australian Communications and Media Authority consulted on proposed amateur class licensing arrangements and higher power operation. They proposed changes to the draft amateur class licence to provide access to the 50 to 52 megahertz segment of the 6 metre band for standard amateur licensees and overseas visiting amateurs with equivalent qualifications. The ACMA advised that pending consultation outcomes, they would make changes to the relevant legislation before the amateur class licence is implemented. All submitters to the comments on these changes supported the proposal. Full details are available and a link in the text edition of this broadcast. And this is Stephen Green, VK2TSG, one of your WIA directors, following on from our secretary. The draft amateur class licence also reflected their intention to remove access from advanced amateur licensees and their overseas equivalents in the 3.4 to 3.6 gigahertz band. This is within bands reallocated by the ACMA for spectrum licensing under the document Radio Communications Spectrum Reallocation 3.4 gigahertz and 3.7 gigahertz bands Declaration 2022 for advanced amateur licensees and overseas equivalents. This band has also been identified for possible long-term Earth Station Protection Zones, otherwise known as ESPZs. This is defined in Frequency Coordination Procedures for Earth Station Protection Zones known as RALI-MS44. This also means that this band could not be used within the region where an Earth Station is licensed. The ACMA are now consulting on making these changes to the Amateur Licence LCD and visiting overseas Amateur Class Licence. The ACMA welcome your views on the proposed changes by 5pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on Thursday the 1st of June. In other matters, have you registered for the WIA AGM yet? This is available either online or in person in Canberra next Saturday. At the meeting, the board of the WIA has resolved to recommend to the membership that Peter Young, VK3, Mike Victor, be elected as an honorary life member in consideration of his many years of exceptional service to the Wireless Institute of Australia. Details of the proposed motion and a short history of Peter's work is available on the WIA website and via the link included in the text edition of this broadcast. I look forward to seeing many of you at the AGM. 
73 from Stephen, VK2TSG. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia National News Service. In Mandurah, Western Australia, the news can be heard on the Mount William repeater on 146.9 MHz at 9am every Sunday morning. I'm Mark, VK6QI. On the education front, and last week we told you about Amateur Radio Victoria, who will be holding another online tutorial for the Foundation Licence. Remember, it starts Monday, May 22. Just check out amateurradio.com.au. And on the education front, but in the USA, comes news of a specialised STEM trailer. Alec, who is usually heard in Yota News, steps up now with this story. Thank you, Graham. The All Things Amateur Radio Association, ATARA, W8ATR in Ohio, revealed its new science, technology, engineering, and mathematics trailer recently. The trailer, funded by a grant from the ARRL Foundation, offers visitors a hand-on STEM experience, including a CW oscillator, a display about the history of Morse code, and signage explaining the history of wireless technology and radios. There are setups for visitors to build an FM radio. They even have a working replica of a spark gap transmitter. There is also an amateur station with telescoping mast and the trailer has all of the necessary equipment for youth to fox hunt. She stated, It was exciting to see children's excitement as they keyed their name in Morse code, built an FM radio and watched the waterfall on the radio station's monitor. Miss Warner also thanked the ARRL Foundation, saying, We have been given a wonderful opportunity to reach youth and adults and show them the wonderful world of amateur radio. The All Things Amateur Radio Association is an ARRL-affiliated club. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2APC in Sydney. Not a sound to be heard. We pause and remember another silent key. Yes, and our silent key, Cliff Baston, Victor Kilo 6, Lima, Zulu, the longest-serving VK6 WIA divisional president, who turned 90 this year and has just become silent key. With this news, his son Mark, VK6FIVE. Born in 1933, my dad, Cliff Baston, was first licensed in 1978 as VK5NCB and as members of the EARC, VK5LZ in Elizabeth, as a family we began to live the life of amateur radio with weekends away, be it the John Moyle or Joda. We did fox hunts and put in strong showings in the annual Remembrance Day contest as well as a host of other ham activities. During this, we moved in 1980 to Western Australia, and as an homage to the Elizabeth Club, Dad first took VK6NLZ, then KLZ on the way to Full Call and VK6LZ. Mum, Christine, took her technicians and became VK6ZLZ, creating Team LZ. In the first VK6 divisional WIA meeting held at the Institute of Engineers building in West Perth, Just days after arriving in VK6, Dad put up his hand to help out as they had just lost their treasurer. This led to a lifetime of service 
being on council of the division until the national WIA was formed. Cliff Baston became, in terms of total time served in the position, the longest-serving VK6 president. My mother, Christine, also served on council for most of that time as well, and they were also both strong members and councillors for the West Australian Repeater Group. During the 80s and 90s, he was part of the team that built the Bustleton and Caterby Repeaters, also scoping out for a proposed repeater on Rottnest Island. He was also repeater manager for the Rollystone site for a time in the noughties. Sadly, just over a month and a half after reaching the milestone of 90 years of age, a short string of infections, one after another, took their toll, and I must now inform that RAOTC member 1310, an XG, as well as valued life member of WAG, has passed to Silent Key. Although he'd probably say that his key's been silent for a long time. Sorry, but if you're going to tell dad jokes, it might as well be about your own dad. Love you, Dad. Vale, Cliff Baston, VK6, Lima Zulu. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1 WIA. Now, international news with VK2 LAW Jason. Hello. In international news from Region 1, the German DARC is once again hosting its famous ham camp during the upcoming Friedrich Schaffen Fair in Germany from the 22nd to the 25th of June. There will be 160 beds available for youngsters up to 27 years of age in their attendance. In news from Region 2, in 60 metre band news, currently radio amateurs in the US have access to five discrete channels on a secondary basis and can use an effective radiated power of 100 watts PEP. The FCC proposes to allocate 15 kilohertz of contiguous bandwidth between 5351.5 and 5366.5 kilohertz on a secondary basis with a maximum power of only 15 watts EIRP equivalent to 9.15 watts ERP. This allocation was adopted at the 2015 World Radio Communication Conference. The US Federal Government is the primary user of the 5 MHz spectrum. The government's manager of spectrum use, the National Telecommunications and Information Administration, has expressed support for implementing the allocation as adopted at WRC 15. Doing so would result in amateurs losing access to four of the five discrete channels and power limits would be reduced. However, it would provide access to a new contiguous 15 kHz of bandwidth that includes one of the five current channels. The National Radio Astronomy Observatory is recruiting the second group of students for their program, exploring the electromagnetic spectrum and why amateur radio matters. This program aims to educate emerging generations about the electromagnetic spectrum through an interactive, substantive experience with amateur radio. Funded in a grant from Amateur Radio Digital Communications, ARDC, the program focuses on broadening the excitement of amateur radio amongst BIPOC and LGBTQIA students. NRAO is looking for 20 students 18 to 20 years old 
with an interest in learning about the electromagnetic spectrum and amateur radio, including obtaining amateur radio licenses. The program will begin in September and run through to May 2024. If selected, students will receive a stipend, $4,000 over the 40-week project, and meet weekly to learn about the electromagnetic spectrum and how it's used in a variety of STEM fields. They will also prepare to take and pass the US Technician Class Amateur Radio Licence Test. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. We are VK1WIA. Now, operational news with VK4FUQ. Felix. Hello there. Now, Contest Wise, two weeks away. Time to dust off your key. May 2021, Don Edwards Memorial Slowmores Contest. 80 metre section, Saturday 20th of May, 6 9 pm, Sydney time. 40 metre section, afternoon of Sunday 21st of May, 1 to 4 pm, Sydney time. June 24 25, winter, VHF UHF field day. L100 hours UTC, Saturday 24 to 0059 hours UTC, Sunday 25. But in VK6, had 3 hours on the start and end times. June weekend prior to the second Monday of June, VK Shires. Also make a mental note that the 2023 QRP day happens June 17. IAHF World Championship Contest takes place the second full weekend of July, beginning 1200 hours UTC Saturday and ending 1200 hours UTC Sunday, July 8 and 9. July 15, Trans Tasman Low Band Contest. 160, 80 and 40 metres are allowed, with SSB, CW and Digital, RITI or PSK. August 12 and 13, Remembrance Day Contest. This contest commemorates the amateurs who died during World War II and is designed to encourage friendly participation and help improve the operating skills of participants. It is held on the weekend closest to the 15th of August. The date on which hostilities ceased with Japan in the southwest Pacific area. A perpetual trophy is awarded annually to the Australian state or territory with the best performance. The name of the winning state or territory is inscribed on the trophy, and that state or territory then holds the trophy for 12 months. The winning state or territory is also given a certificate as they are leading entrants. August 26 27. A Lara contest. All licensed operators throughout the world are invited to participate. Scout and Gilgar groups are encouraged to participate using their club's equipment and call sign. Wilds work everyone. OMs work wilds only. Combined phone and CW run over 24 hours. Saturday 0600 hours UTC till Sunday 0559 hours UTC. All HF bands except 160 meters and WARC bands. Echo Link will also be accepted. DX Window VI 2023 HRH 1st to 31st of May celebrates the coronation of King Charles III. VK 90 AR for the 90 years of the WA's journal, Amateur Radio Magazine. VI-10 VKFF celebrates the 10-year anniversary of the VKFF group. 
VI100MB celebrates the centenary of the Manny Ringa Radio Society. VK100ZL celebrates the centenary of the first Trans-Tasman radio contact between Australia and New Zealand. Again, until December 31, and speaking of VK100ZL, a special event call sign, ZL100, has been issued for three months to the NZIRT to commemorate the event, commencing 26 April to 25 July. Spratly Islands DX0NE until Tuesday, May 9. Activity on 160 to 10 metres using CW, SSB and FT8. QSL via IZ8CCW. Listen for the special event call sign A60AP, which is on the air until the 31st of August. The subject stands for the Emirates Astronaut Programme which prepares crews of UAE astronauts for missions that include the International Space Station. QSL via EA7FTR India Special Event Station AT2G20 is QRV until June 2 to promote greater international cooperation through amateur radio in conjunction with the G20 Summit to be held in New Delhi. DR100X-ray will be active until the end of June. Commemorating the 100th anniversary of the death of Wilhelm C. Ronjan, the physicist whose discovery of X-rays earned him the inaugural Nobel Prize in Physics in 1901, and revolutionised diagnostic medicine. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you are tuned to the National News Service. In Melbourne, it can be seen and heard on the Melbourne DATV repeater, VK3RTV, on Sundays at 10.30am and also 8pm. I'm Peter, VK3BFG. And with a book review this week, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Amateur radio operator and intelligence studies professor at Charles Sturt University, Dr Hank Prunken, VK5XB, has had a book on spy radio published. As we know, secret intelligence operations that used covert radio methods did not end when the Berlin Wall fell. Radios are still utilised by spies operating in denied areas and by various underground groups. This is because intelligence officers who serve overseas under non-official cover and their agents they recruit need to communicate with those directing their mission. Operations officers need reliable yet secret channels to receive instructions and send data back. Their agents need the same methods to ask questions as issues arrive, so these urgent matters demand dependable equipment. While operatives who work from embassies under official cover have the luxury of using secure computer links to transmit their cables, those under non-official cover need other devices, and this is where Hank's book finds its audience. Titled, Espionage Black Book 7, Spy Radio Explained. Hank says that although the theory of secret communication is straightforward, covert communication systems are technically advanced. Accordingly, to understand the topic, Hank takes the reader through the scientific basics of radio spycraft. Released just last month, it's available from any online bookseller. The book again, Espionage Black Book 7, Spy Radio Explained. From here, there and everywhere... 
You've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3GTV. Cole. Hello, first up in Worldwide Special Interest Group News this week, it's Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. Where has Australia's commitment to International Marconi Day been parked? Well, in the US and one park in particular, they commemorated and celebrated that day in 1903 when the first public two-way wireless communication occurred between the United States and Europe. A message from the President Theodore Roosevelt was sent to King Edward VII from the South Wellfleet site, now preserved within the Cape Cod National Seashore in Massachusetts. For International Marconi Day 2023, the Marconi Cape Cod Radio Club activated the site with their club call sign KM1CC. Their event featured a special guest, the Director of the U.S. National Park Service, Charles Chuck Sams III. The director operated third party from the site for a scheduled QSO with W1AW, the Heron Percy Maxim Memorial Station at ARRL headquarters in Newington, Connecticut. During the 40-metre QSO, Sams relayed his appreciation for the history of the site, stating, This historic site is listed on the National Register of Historic Places for its global importance in communication history. He also noted his time in the United States Navy and how critical it was to have two-way radio communications from ship to shore and ship to ship. Worldwide Special Interest Group News, ATV. Slow scan TV transmissions from Orbacraft Zorki, May 7 to 13. Here's a chance to go for an award in the SSTV award program with the Orbacraft Zorki satellite. The schedule is start of SSTV transmission today, the 7th of May, at 0 hours UTC. End of Slow Scan TV transmission, May 13, 2023, also at 0 UTC. Frequency of MCA, Orbicraft Zorki, 437.850 MHz. GMSK 2K4 USP FEC, GMSK 4K8 USP FEC, GMSK 9K6 USP FEC, Slow Scan TV. In the six days, the satellite will broadcast six different images in Robot 72 mode. To receive a diploma, at least three of any images must be received and decoded. Each image must be received at least 70% and have an acceptable quality. The logo and call sign of the satellite must be distinguishable. For image decoding, it's recommended to use RX SSTV or Robot 36 software. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, XW2A Satellite Decays. The popular linear transponder satellite XW2A has decayed from orbit some eight years after being launched in September 2015. The record distance achieved on XW2A was a transatlantic QSO between EA4NF in Spain and VE1CWJ in Nova Scotia a distance of 4,751 kilometres. For nearly 27 years, the Japanese Fuji-3 Oscar-29 satellite remains the most widely used linear transponder satellite and an ideal starting point for beginners. However, the period of permanent illumination of the solar panels powering Oscar-29 is over again. 
For now, the transponders will be powered up each morning and will run until the solar panels receive too little light. Worldwide special interest groups, VHF and above. New world distance record on 430 MHz. The day after Christmas 2022, Bernie Vanderwalt, ZS4TX, contacted Thomas Worthington, NH6Y, on Maui Island, Hawaii, on the 430 MHz band. They used QS65, a digital mode from the WSJT suite of protocols, with signals reflected off the moon. The contact was confirmed on the logbook of the world, along with previous contacts on 50 and 144 MHz. Tom had also worked Bernie on 144 MHz when Bernie was 7P8Z in Lesotho. Hawaii is very close to being antipodal from South Africa. After a series of inquiries, it's become evident that the distance of 19,054 kilometres is a new world record, beating the 1989 record of Ian White, G3SEK, now GM3SEK, and Graham Alderson, ZL3AAD, by about 84 kilometres. Graham had incrementally improved the record from 1985 to 1989 with several contacts into Europe. Bernie SX4TX is pursuing the ultimate goal of a DXCC award on the 70 centimetre band. He's already confirmed contacts with almost half of the required 100 countries. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'll have more next week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In southeast New South Wales, it can be heard from the following locations on the linked repeater system. Bega on 146.750, Cooma 147.375, and northeastern Victoria on 146.625, from 0900 local time every Sunday. I'm Angelo, VK2NWT. 2023 Social Scene and clubs are welcome to submit text along with audio for this section and details of all WIA affiliated clubs and societies can be found on the WIA website including email addresses and website links. Just a couple of weeks back we told you the VK5 SARC Cellathon. Well that club sure has been working hard, not only catering for those with moths in their purses but those making contact with the club's repeater. Here's Nathan, VK5DAD, from the South Coast Amateur Radio Club. Hi all. Our 70 centimetre repeater and APRS Digipeter have both had a call sign change from VK5RSC to VK5RSV. Our club's 2 metre repeater on VK5RSV 146675 now has a subtone of 91.5 on TX and RX. Our club's IRLP is currently having a major overhaul and will be back up and running on the 2-metre VK5 RSV repeater in the future. 73 is all from Nathan, VK5 DAD on behalf of the South Coast Amateur Radio Club. Next weekend, it's the WIA AGM, that of course, May 13. And you probably, if you do it right now, have time to register. VK2, the Oxley Region's annual field day at Warhope, June 10 and 11. Also June 10 and 11 in VK5, the Serg Convention and the Fox Hunting Championships. Sunfest, put on by the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club in VK4, happens September 9. Alara Meet happens November 4 and 5 in Hobart. And 
the Rosebud Radio Fest at Eastbourne Primary School, Sunday, November 12. The Southern Peninsula Amateur Radio Club proudly present their 10th Rosebud Radio Fest to be held at the Eastbourne Primary School on Sunday, November the 12th, 2023. The Rosebud Radio Fest is one of Australia's premier amateur radio events and features a vast range of fascinating exhibits, all contained in the auditorium area. Outside, you can view other related exhibits. As always, a wonderful program of educational forums will be held in the rooms adjacent to the auditorium. Our major door prize draw will take place at 12pm, with many great prizes up for grabs. The Rosebud Radio Fest is fully catered and a sit-down cafe area is available. There is plenty of parking, all free. Doors open to the public at 9.30am. Entry is still just $6 per person and under 12s are free. Tables are available at $10 each and can be booked online at our Radio Fest webpage, rosebudradiofest.com. Inquiries may be made to Mark, VK3PDG, on 0407-844-063. Regular updates can also be found on our Facebook page, as well as the Hamfest Australasia Group's Facebook page. This Rosebud Radio Fest will be conducted according to all current COVID guidelines. I am Andrew, VK3CAH, on behalf of the Southern Peninsula Amateur Radio Club. And from VK3 to VK5, Amateur Radio Experimenters Group Radio and Electronic Sale, November 26. And that one should just about wrap up the ham radio year here in VK for 2023. And wrapping up this edition of news from the WIA, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.